This is Our Universe with Aurelian Balan. You've probably heard at some point in your life that nothing can go faster than light. And not only that, but humans and matter in general will never be able to achieve light speed. Sadly, this is true under our current understanding of the universe. It's not only true, it is the basis for several fundamental theories we build most of our understanding on. But why, oh why, can't we travel at the speed of light? It's not even that fast when you think about traveling anywhere in the galaxy. It takes over four years just to reach the next closest star besides the sun. Well, there's a couple different ways to answer the question. First of all, light can be thought of as a particle called a photon. Light can also be thought of as a wave. In fact, light is both a particle and a wave. It has a beautiful dual nature. Either way, however it's behaving, light has no mass, but it possesses energy. Not having any mass is key, as anything with mass will be unable to achieve the speed of light. Next, we have to realize that the speed of light is constant, no matter what reference frame you're in. Another way to say that is the speed of light is the same for everyone, no matter how fast they are moving with respect to a light source. And finally, we have to comprehend that space and time are interconnected in this thing called the space-time continuum. We've already seen before that time can flow differently for different people if they are in different frames of reference. What is one hour for one person can be five years for another person. Time is not constant between different frames of reference. The same with space. What is 100 feet in one frame of reference can be 20 feet in another frame of reference. Both people measure different lengths and both are right from their point of view. So space is not constant and time is not constant, but the space-time continuum does have constancy, the speed of light. Now hear me out. Objects are moving through the space-time continuum at the speed of light. This one constant speed is shared between the different space and time dimensions. For instance, if we are not moving at all in space, like when we're sitting on the couch, all of our motion is in the time direction. We're just moving through one dimension. All objects that are at rest with respect to each other age at the same speed or rate because of this. The moment we start moving, a portion of our speed is now used in the space dimension, leaving less for the time dimension. This is why someone moving quickly with respect to you will age more slowly. If anything achieves the speed of light, all of the light speed is used in the space dimension and there is nothing left for the time dimension. In other words, anything that moves the speed of light does not age. Time stops for that object with respect to your clock. Thus, there would be nothing left if they wanted to go faster in the space dimension. There's just no more to give. So that's why we can't go faster than the speed of light. But why is there this fundamental speed limit in the first place? That's a very good question, and one that is deeply embedded into the nature of the universe. We've tried with electrons and other small particles to move this quickly. We can get them moving 99.999% the speed of light. But no matter how much energy we put into the system, we just can't accelerate anything with mass to the speed of light. It would require an infinite amount of energy. And thus, to make anything go faster than light would require more than infinite energy. Tricky business there. My name is Aurelian Balan, and I'm an associate professor of physics at Delta College. Tune in next week for more about our universe. Thank you.
Our universe is a production of Delta College Quality Public Radio.